you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole and none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor vje mr dodi thayed on tonight's podcast xander wins the gold medal his dad never could we'll cover the rest of the olympics preview the wgc st jude's invitational including the shit picks with a very special guest picker hi johnny Ah, uh, how are you, words? Ooh, good, refreshing. Just having a sip of this ice-cold Coors Light. We're sponsored by Coors Light now. Cool. Not really, but <laughs> you just you just told me when I offered you a beer, you were like, oh, God, I can't ever think about drinking again, so <laughs> why yep. don't you enlighten us on your big weekend? Well, I'm still in the depths of a three-day hangover. Eight-dude uh, golf trip this weekend in Grand Lake, Colorado, and it was awesome. Uh, I love it up there. Hey, did... Uh, that that's right around Granby, oh, right? We played Granby. Yes, we played the course in Granby one day. So yeah, you mean it I was, was looking for that tank rolling around? <laughs> it was spared by that crazy bastard, <laughs> that what? guy who got he got hometown by a bunch of local yokels and it he was, showed him what was up. It was basically like the real life plot of uh, of Roadhouse, you know, with Brad Wesley like taking over the town, and but this guy was Patrick Swayze, and he just actually. I think this guy was more the uh, antagonist than the protagonist. No, like, he was protagonist. <laughs> he got jobbed by a bunch of local politicians. So he just he fucked was just everything trying up. Trying to lay a water line, right? And they <laughs> said, no, you can't. And it was going to add X amount to whatever. He couldn't do what he was trying to do. And so he spent the next, I don't know, 18 months building, <laughs> building an, a tank. an impenetrable tank. And uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're referring to the uh, Netflix movie Tread, um, where this guy literally bowls, makes his own tank and runs through the fucking town of Granby, Colorado and fucks everything up yeah, after getting <laughs> jobs. And he records himself while doing it. He's like, oh, here's Paul so and so who really fucked me over. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. He end up blowing his head off no, in there. Yeah, because I mean, they wouldn't have gotten him for weeks. They wouldn't have gotten in there. Uh, but he fell into a basement in uh, one of the houses, I think. Yeah, it was something like that where he literally got was stuck. Just stuck. Oh, well, like, I guess well, I'll just kill myself. All right, that was fun. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> you know, Save it, it for the show. It is pretty. It is a pretty remarkable documentary if you haven't seen it. It's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, Granby, were you like, hey, when you played the golf course, would you walk in and be like, hey, did you know that crazy fuck? <laughs> Like yeah, he used to work here. <laughs> oh, he used to mow grass he, he here. He used to pick up the. He used to be the golf ball picker. I'm pretty sure that that guy, like, he had a piece of property. Like, it was all about his piece of property. Yeah, and, and he was trying to lay a water line in. Yeah, and he was he was landlocked, and it, all of his neighbors fucked him. Yeah, and basically, like, they tried to buy it for him for like way more than it was even like what he owed for it. Like, I think he maybe paid. You know, I, I don't even remember, but I think it was some. They offered him. You know. $500,000 or something for what he paid jack shit for. And he was like, fuck you. Yeah. Straight up. Like, fuck you. And then they fucked him and, <laughs> and, and he murdered them all. Went through no. the. I don't think he, he actually. Didn't mur- did he, he didn't even kill murder. anybody? I don't, I don't think so. I think he just caused like millions just of dollars in, uh, <laughs> in property damage. But, anyways, so. It all, it all goes back to mental health. In words, I don't. Yeah, exactly. It all ties in. Um, I don't remember. Like I just saw our boy Holman posting some stuff, but I guess did you did your team win the tournament? Words. Red team won. Red team won. And what is the format of that? Is that like a Ryder Cup type deal almost? No, it's kind of funny. It's a two man all uh, modified scramble, so everyone's hitting tee shots. But you do nine hole skin matches, so you can have your first like, and and each one of those nine holes is worth a point. So um, there are four points kind of awarded each day. And uh, we were we were heading great and going into the last day, and 
we lost our second 18 and so did our, our group in front of us with a big lead. So we lost two points in the last nine holes and it went to a one, uh, a one hole playoff. Oh my God. Yeah. Did was, you, so did you, did everyone play in the playoff or was it just uh, select just golfers? Select just one, one, uh, two, some eat. So obviously you and somebody else. It was me and Eagleston against fields. Yes. Oh my God. And you won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely stunned. Exactly. Yep. Words. I mean, snuck one out. As far as accomplishments in golf, is that is that up there? Is <laughs> like one of the greatest things ever. Uh, sure, yeah. as, sure yeah. as hell, fare, yes. fared a lot better in that than we did in the Maxwell Cup, huh? It's the Beetle Kill Open, and yeah, every single <laughs> year is special. Good. Get your name on a plaque. You know, not to air any dirty laundry, but Fields texted a picture at about twelve thirty of of you face down on a a, a mat, air up mattress on the floor with your shoes still on. So I assume it was a great day. Yeah, that was after a long nature walk. And I'll tell you, golf shoes, the foot joys I have, those are incredible hiking shoes. I was in the mountains with those things. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Wore those things really, down to a nub. You guys really did some hiking after playing golf? Uh, yeah, we Jesus. did. A lot of nature walk. Hey, man, expand your mind. Yeah, is it? Okay, you guys were shrooming Look and at this around. river. <laughs> Look at this fucking river. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it no, was awesome. I was, uh, so I ran into uh, Holman's girl, and uh, it was funny because they were, she was like, yeah, no, they, they finished the tournament today. And I was like, so what, they're coming back tomorrow? He's like, no, they're like on their way to the airport right now. And I was like, what the fuck, play Sunday and still travel home? That makes me made me have anxiety words. Yeah, and it's a, like a two-and-a-half-hour deal to the to the airport. It was, you got you to gotta want to be out there. And I think we were all kind of had the old shaky hands and sweats did you guys Sunday. just rent a car to get there or what uh no cody they they keep a car up there but that was kind of a long story but corbett and i hitched a ride back with boy keith who lives in denver and we were actually going to take the train from their union station in yep. downtown denver out to the airport they're working on the track and so then like we just randomly asked a girl like do you so this this takes us straight to the airport there's no t-. and they're like, she's like no the track's out by the airport this is going to take you by Pueblo and you're going to have to take another so-and-so and so-and-so. And Corbett and I were like, fuck that. Uba time. Yeah. Uh, and so $60 later, we were there. Dude, I can't tell you how many times that I've gotten to the Denver airport with like minutes to spare to, and make my flight. I haven't, I've missed a lot of flights as I've, in, I think I've entailed on this show a little bit, but I've never missed a flight out of Denver, luckily. So that's good. Yeah. I don't know which is worse to like almost missing a flight or having like three and a half hours to kill on a Sunday when your flight's at, you know, what, what was it? I got in at 1230 uh, Monday. So, yeah. And I, I, let's just say I didn't really feel like drinking much. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I'm going to just detail one other time, like times that you what you just said. I went to the airport one time in Oklahoma City trying to catch a standby flight to go to Colorado Springs early. Like, I was supposed to leave at, like, 7, but there was, like, a one thirty flight. So I was like, fuck yes, I'm going to go try to get on this flight, get there, like, five hours early, whatever. The last seat on standby gets taken, like, right before me, and I end up checking my bags what the fuck? <laughs> all the way through. So I'd already taken off work, and I was just like, okay, what do I do? And I end up going to the golf course get the rental set. I'm going to go play. And this is when I play, <laughs> played my round of golf with creepy John. You remember the guy that used to work, <laughs> work in the cart bar and this guy. So for anyone who doesn't know, this guy literally was arrested for like disorderly, uh, conduct and like destruction of property when he smashed a couple like f- plastic pink flamingos that were outside of a local bar because <laughs> his motorcycle had broken down. <laughs> He got totally jobbed on that, by the way. <laughs> I know. It's uh, like his mugshot looked like he was a cold-blooded killer. But, um, <laughs> he just destroyed penguins. He's just like out there to play golf that day, and it, nobody's out there because it was like a fucking Wednesday, you know, middle of the day. And uh, he's just like, Mr. English, would you like to play golf? And so like on the second hole, he reaches in his bag. He's like, Mr. English, don't say anything, but I brought a few beers in my bag. Would you like one? Sure. Like, Hands me a lukewarm Mickey's. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you just wait a couple holes and see what I pull out of my bag. This motherfucker ended up beating me, too. I think I shot like 82, and he beat me with like an 81. So that was one of the more embarrassing stories of my golf career. <laughs> he spiked that Mickey Ultra on you. But, um, uh, yeah. So. Well, good. So, yes, my trip was awesome. Bunch of high school buddies. Fair you, amount of drinking. Fair. Yeah. I'm not craving Coors Light. Yeah. Or any Japanese whiskey. Um, but 
you sent me like the ultimate teaser text, like words, I've done something on a golf course that I've never done in my life. And so if initially I'm like, oh my God, he got a hole in one. But then I was like, he, he would have fucking, everyone, <laughs> Fuck yeah! John, John.com would have released that to the universe. He would have done his own special emergency podcast. J.E. makes hole in one.com. <laughs> 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 fucking fly, fly a goddamn plane over like a packed baseball or a football stadium. Like John English, J.E. from Oklahoma made a hole in one. <laughs> you make Evan change her tag name. And change I'm, it. Change it. Change your fucking name. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Friday, while you were playing in your tournament, I did do something that I've never done on the golf course before. And I did tell several guys there, you know, we had, I think, 24 guys playing, maybe even 28 guys playing in, a, in one big game Friday. And uh, so I told a few of the guys there, and so somebody was like, God, you should, you should, save, you should save that for the fucking podcast. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. So... Uh, here, here it goes. Where it's this must not be flattering. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. And I, <laughs> I contemplated even telling this story um, because it's gross. Um, so I'm on the first hole, um, and we're playing. You know, best two gross balls. Uh, our boy Klaus is on our team, and he is the, the 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 stick player, if you will. He's like a plus three handicap, and so he texts and is like, "Fucking, I'm gonna be late uh, having a baby shower at my office, whatever." So he's like, I'm not going to be there till like probably the third or fourth hole. So I proceed to rope hook my first drive onto the driving range left, which is in pl- inbounds yeah, for anybody there. who doesn't know. And so we get up there, and I've got like 83 yards, and it, it's a decent look. I just can't really see the flag. Uh, but the superintendent comes and pulls the flag out so they could water because it, it was fucking hot. So, you know, when, when that happens, the holes close for temporarily – and so I'm sitting there in the, the driving range. Yeah, and the urge just hits me. I have to shit so <laughs> bad. Like, I, I'm, like, sitting there, like, and I can, it's hot, but, like, I'm sweating bullets because and I am walk. trembling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, and, no, I'm actually, I'm riding. I'm riding. I, I wasn't walking, but uh, I've got, like, the decision that I've got to make right there, and I'm, like, standing there next to my ball. I'm like, okay, they're watering the green. I can't hit my ball in for a while. I can either go back to the clubhouse right now or... I can cut across the six hole and go to the croquet bathroom. Sure. Um, and I'm like, okay, got to do one or the other right now, right now, because I am like clenching my ass cheeks <laughs> so tightly together because I am literally about to shit my pants. I don't know what hit me. Uh, it might have been the drinking the night before at Cats for our boy Crowder's birthday, but um, literally, Nathan puts the flag stick back in the hole. And I'm like, oh my god! Even if I make when I make contact with this ball, it's going to spew out a little bit. Like it's, it's. There's no way I can make contact with this ball without shitting my pants. So I take a deep breath, and I, I, I hit the ball. Perfect contact. I hit it just barely. Carry just barely over Bunker. Winds up about seven feet. I go up to the green. I look at the two guys I'm playing with, and I'm like, guys, I'm marking this, and I have to go take a shit right now because I am about to shit my pants. I go mark my ball. I drive to the sixth hole, which is just like literally I'm crossing across a little part of a, of a hole, and I see our boy Jordan. And Jordan's like, J.E., did you just shit your pants? Like, what's going on? And they're like, what is J.E. doing? Like, I didn't say one fucking word to them. I'm just like knuck- white-knuckling the <laughs> steering wheel. Zero eye contact. And I, I go in there, and I basically like – take lift off like <laughs> i i had to like almost strap right. myself in to the to, to keep myself from like flying above the toilet so this dumb and dumber style yes and uh so after i take care of my business i go right on back over the first hole remark my ball drill the putt birdie. after you wash your hands <laughs> I, I yeah i definitely washed my hands <laughs> and you birdied but yeah i go remark my ball and literally just ne- never a doubt center cup like little slider you know i bet you had never been more relaxed over a putt in your life <laughs> oh my god never re- relaxed and like six pounds lighter <laughs> but yeah so i was one under after one and completely uh <laughs> completely emptied my bowel <laughs> so yeah i proceeded to not play that well yeah, after that but, but I, you made a story I, I shit between shots and made birdie so that was it yeah it was great shit between shots it's tough you know whenever you're like your schedule is even a little off like after like staying up until four drinking or something like that and like you can't you can't do do your deal before the tee off. It's like okay, 
What's he going to be? Is he going to be right here? Is he going to be a mad dash to the sixth hole? No, and it wasn't even like, it literally was just one of those like, boom, and I had to go. Like, it was it was now or never kind of shit. Yeah, like a Chipotle. Literally, shit. Uh, and yeah, so I I didn't shit in my pants. I made birdie. I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> you must have gone straight to Bell after uh, Connor Crowder's birthday. No, I didn't. I uh, I think it was just whatever booze I had, and I had an egg salad sandwich for lunch before. So uh, uh, who knows? Well, just a warm egg salad sandwich. I don't know what could have gone wrong. <laughs> All so, right, yeah, that's it. Great enough, story. Enough of my bowels. So that's what you had never done on a golf course before. Yeah, I'm, that's it. I'm trying to think if I'd shit my pants on a golf course. I don't think I have. Well, you know, I heard that Jim McMahon story about how he shit his pants at the American Century Classic <laughs> Pro-Am in Tahoe <laughs> and, like, literally was, like, trying to get his son to give him the towel. He's like, son, give me the towel. He's like, what What the fuck, the fuck do you need the towel for? He's like, son, give me the goddamn towel now. He's like, dad, you're such a drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dad, take your goddamn sunglasses off. <laughs> uh, always goes back to the Brett, the George Brett story, the shitting story, where he was... Like getting picked up by a mic that he didn't think he was, and he was telling some rookies just like an epic shitting your pants story in in Vegas. Uh, yeah, just just Google that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what is life without in, like a handful of good shitting your pants stories, right? <laughs> I remember <laughs> last last little bit about this. I, I remember we were like at my boy Jordan's place in uh, Van, at Vandy. This is when we were in college, and like we're sitting in the living room, and like somebody tells a story about this girl shitting her pants at a football game, oh, no. and like we're all just like, no fucking way, that's unbelievable. And so it like kind of gets quiet for a second, and Jordan's like, does anyone else have any good stories they'd like to share about people <laughs> shitting them pa- their pants? <laughs> we're just like, uh, let's just. <laughs> Just move on. I got another one. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's move on from that words. Uh, all right. Well, what do you want to talk about, man? Uh, golf, Olympics, transgender weightlifters. Um, yeah, how about that? Uh, there, there wasn't much of us. <laughs> when they lined up the 10 people or so that qualified for the finals of the heavyweight division of the ladies uh, powerlifting in the Olympics – I would have guessed three or four of those girls were transgendered over the one that actually was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the New Zealand chick. Uh, I forget her name. Yeah, but she looked. <laughs> it reminded me of like it was like if Janet Reno and Miss Trunchbull had a kid. <laughs> yeah, but had a worse receding hairline than both of them. And she was really thumbing her nose at all the other ladies. Like she didn't even shave her armpits. I don't think she was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she didn't even qualify like she didn't get one lift i think right? i know i mean like I, the trans deal in sports is like a little back and forth to me like if a kid wants to play like you know little league soccer with you know whomever so he, he or her doesn't feel ostracized like absolutely i'm all for it but like he's if 44 by, years if old by puberty like one per one person is like in the weightlifting competition has like 15 times more testosterone than everyone else <laughs> I, I feel bad. I just said he was forty four. Uh, she was forty four years old. I mean, she was. She's no spring chicken. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Well, as long as they all had fun, right? Yeah. Cool. And to go along with the Olympic talk words, you know, I went off kind of on Simone. Kind of felt guilty about it, but then I didn't because, you know. Now, from now on, anytime I play, like, if I'm in, like, a high-dollar game on the golf course and say, you know, I'm down, like, 300 going into 18, I'm just going to be like, you know what, guys, uh, I'm going to do what's right for my mental health, and I'm just going to bail. <laughs> you guys can understand, right? <laughs> I got the twisties. I can't hit my fucking driver straight. <laughs> oh, God. Where do I want to go with that? Yeah, that uh, probably wouldn't fly too well. But speaking of, you know, one of the guys that didn't make the Olympics, did you see Bryson? You know, he came out and basically seems to me like Bryson's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the least. Well, it kind of scares me because, you know, I, I think Bryson's kind of smart. So. Yeah, he is kind of smart, and he sounded so fucking dumb when he was explaining himself. It's like, yeah, you know, there's a shortage of vaccines going around. Uh, not no, in the U.S. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> not in the U.S. Yeah, my dad's diabetic, you know, so really he got more, it. More people like my dad, who I've been hanging around a ton lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, cool. Yeah, I think he he probably just didn't want to go to fucking Tokyo. He probably got on a purpose. We're so close to having to wear masks, and it's gonna piss me off. Well, I did just see that the PGA Tour elects to reinstall like the mask policy when they're inside the clubhouse. Namaste, namaste. 
So. All right, Olympics, golf Olympics, right? Xander gets his first win in like what two years? Yeah, it was something like that. Since, uh, yeah, I don't even fucking remember, but what a deserving fucking champion. Yep, I love Xander. Very humble. And I'd kind of forgotten that his dad does not look like it, but was a former decathlete in uh, in his younger days. And did he actually compete in the Olympics? I wasn't able to watch, and when I was watching, it was like, you know, the memory bank wasn't always... No, no, I think what actually... So he was like a decathlon guy, I think? Yes. And he's from Germany, he the, right? The fatter he got, like, the more events he had to do in track because he couldn't specialize. Well, it was pretty funny because I had no clue that Xander's dad had one eye. Yeah. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Does he always, like, wear an eye patch or just shades or something? Shades, or he just kind of, like, squints a little bit, you know? So, unfortunately— Like Fetty Wap. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, I think what happened to Xander's dad, he was hit by a drunk driver when he was, like, an athlete and trying to basically do that and compete in the Olympics, and he lost his eye, and supposedly that's what derailed his career, so— yeah. And then he just became an overbearing, possessive dad and made his son, like, work way too hard. And Xander probably hated his childhood until now. <laughs> yeah. And it all worked out. <laughs> Goes to show you out there, dads. Uh, yeah. Do you think, like, there is a part of his dad, you know, as you said, he is his coach and he's not afraid to call his son a fucking shitty golfer sometimes. <laughs> Uh, do you think his dad was like, God damn it, I didn't want him to win gold. <laughs> Just wanted him to compete out there. I the Olympian. I didn't want him to win gold. I, I heard Xander on with, uh, I don't know, it might have been Katrick and McGinnis, but uh, he he said that his dad slept with the medal the first night. Xander's dad did? Xander's dad did, yeah. <laughs> Give me that. Give me the fucking medal. It's mine. <laughs> exactly. I fucking made you what you are. Yeah. Uh, which another thing I didn't know is Xander's parents or grandparents are Japanese. Japanese. And so I guess after he'd won it, they came to his hotel and he was able to kind of show them that. And he was like, I mean, they don't really speak hardly any English. And so, you know, Xander's just like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> How pissed off must Japanese be at USA athletes in the USA who came from Japan? Xander. Ozaka. Morikawa. And like you know, they're like, God damn it, those are like those are Japanese people. We're like <laughs> USA, USA, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, we did it. We fucking got another one. Yeah. Yeah, and poor old Hideki just falters. You know, he was in, he was in the second place by a shot going into that final round. But um, Xander, obviously, maybe this is the thing that lights. You know, I don't think I, I think that. It, it's funny to see how the Olympic golf itself kind of was like an afterthought and a lot of the players and like even Rory talking shit, but then Rory has raving like things to say about his experience in the Olympics and how cool it was. And now all these other guys that didn't participate are like, yeah, you know, I think I might actually do that next time around. But I mean, I still think that when you, you think of Olympic golf, like, yes, I remember fucking Justin Rose won the first gold yeah. in 2016. Xander's going to be remembered for winning this one. It's, it's, it's become a big deal within, you know, pretty quickly, I think. It's and, not a major, but it is, I mean. Yeah, no, and you're right, but I think that. But I think I think it's a bigger deal than the players. Like, there's some yeah. guys who won the players that are like, eh, but yeah, we're going to be able to name off all the Olympic gold golfing champs. And I do, you know, I, I know a lot of people are like, well, they should do a team event also. It's like, well, well, I mean, look who won second and third. Uh, you had Rory Savatini. Sabs. Going 10 fucking under on Sunday. Unbelievable. And his playing partner, C.T. Pan, who they both had their wives in the bag, so that kind of put a damper on our on our little theory. Well, Xander also just got married, too, so I was going to mention that oh, about our fuck. theory. We're fucked him. That theory's dead. Sorry, Ricky. Still it's don't just, get married, Dustin. Sorry, Ricky. It's just you. Yeah, DJ, hold out, bro. Come on. You don't need to do this. It's only been an eight-year engagement. Just a few more. Um, but yeah, I mean, Taiwan is not going to win a team medal at the Olympics and in the golf deal and neither is Slovakia, but they ended up, their country got medals for that. So, you know, I think you could add a team event, but like keep the singles deal, like the real golf tournament. Cause I think that's awesome. Well, and I don't, I haven't looked to see what Sabatini's world ranking is, but I do know that like the next best golfer from Slovakia is Slovakia or Slovenia. Slovakia. <laughs> it was like outside a thousand in the world or something, uh, you know, I had forgotten. He only did that through his second wife and her parents. 
because he's South African. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but he did it through the last Olympics, so he just wants to be an Olympian, which I think is pretty cool, also. Well, I think it says a lot for a guy like that to go through what he did to become a citizen of Slovakia, and then shoot sixty-one in the final round to win the silver uh, to win the silver medal, and almost almost gold. Gold. Yo, what if he would have snuck away with that? And Xander had to get up and down from like you know hundred yeah it was it was a great unbelievably casual par that he it, all the pressure in the world he's got like a four or five foot putt on the 18th hole and he drills it to win the gold medal so like that's so huge that it's not like a four shot win for Xander I mean he because that was kind of his deal throughout the whole year like the WG or not the WGC uh, the waste management and there were a few others where he had big time Sunday leads or was like right there on Sunday and just like didn't kind of have the magic and to have the lead like he did and hold on I think is and that's kind of the other thing it's not like he just kind of you know he shot 67 he shoots four under on the front nine and then kind of you know has some difficulties makes a bogey kind of late where it's like oh shit but then birdie's 17 um to kind of get it back and then ends up making that great you know par on 18 but as you said you know ct pan shoots 63 to get himself into that playoff ends up a seven-way playoff for the for the bronze medal which was awesome with like six of the top 10 players in the world yeah and ct pan you've got you've got our our boy Paul Casey, uh, he's with you know Rory Hideki. I mean, it, and Colin, obviously, yeah. all of those guys. And I think the one little, I guess, bit of not negativity, but I backlash somewhat is that they should have played them all in a sevensome. You know, they oh, played them in two separate groups, so it might have been a disadvantage to the guys going out first. first yeah. You know, not knowing what. <laughs> They, the guys behind them know, hey, shit, this guy made a bogey, so all I got to do is make par kind of thing. Yeah. And so, um, but That, that would have been wild. But, yeah, no, I, I actually try to stay up and watch it Saturday night. Got to admit, I got a little too drunk Saturday at the pool. <laughs> um, did see some guys from the league at the pool, though. Saw Caldwell. Finally met our boy uh, Domino's uh, Brown. So, oh, you met Steven? Yeah, nice. met met him for the, for, for the first time. So I had a good time, but it did cause me to miss the <laughs> Olympic golf because I had one too many club specials at the pool. They call him Steven Double Clubby Special Brown. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, how about how about our guy Sebastian Munoz was in that playoff? Uh, Mito Pereira from Cuba was in that, or not Cuba from fucking Chile was in there. So it was a nice display of golf, and I think that it's only going to get better as as it moves on. So I guess next up is Paris, and then four years after that, the is rib. LA. Yeah. So and they're doing it at Riviera, which will be. Every, awesome. Everyone's going to want to play in that. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I, I heard them talking to DJ earlier, and, you know, he, he kind of said, you know, he, he was one of the first ones to basically say, I'm not playing. Yeah. And he did mention that he definitely wants to try to play in, in Paris, but everybody's going to want to play when it's in, in the United States. You know, he alluded to just basically the last couple of years with COVID and travel and all that bullshit. Going from the Open to oh, then it, go there and then come back and play a WGC I feel sorry for the guys that have done all of them. Like, did you see how many miles that JT has flown in the last, like, two months, basically? Yeah. and then if you think about, yeah, it was like 50,000. And <clears throat> you think about Patrick Reed, who flew from overseas back to Minnesota to Japan. And now he's playing this week. And he'll fucking probably play next week in the bullshit Wyndham, too. <laughs> he is a psycho. Well, he didn't play very well. I do feel bad words. Our, our Korean boys did not uh, no. did not get it done, unfortunately. Even though I also like was looking around and I see that they're able to file some deal to where they're both going to be able to play in the Olympics. So Siwoo, you're not dead yet. You can still <laughs> do it. You can still do it. I love you so much. And Sungjae, just won a major. But words, we will still take their spots in the army. Oh, if 100%. The price is right. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to construct that letter and see who we need to send it to. Um. But yeah, anything else about the Olympics? Congrats, Xander. I'd say the only last thing is there's no such thing as an ugly gold medal, but they're really trying with these Olympics because they have like the face out forward that it looks like it's upside down. It looks like the fucking ashtray my grandmother used to smoke out of. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? The bowling grandma? Yes, Pat. <laughs> that's no, so good. Um, yeah, no, that's that's really that's about all I got for the Olympics. Uh, girls are going on this week, and honestly, I haven't paid much attention to that i think they start here th- later this evening okay gotta gotta give a shout out to annika 
Oh, your girl. Cannot. What's up? What'd she do? She won the senior U.S. Women's Open. Hey! Her first competitive tournament back. Oh. Well, I mean, she played one other tournament, but she won by like eight fucking shots. Oh. Your girl words, the one that you I love her. <laughs> you basically made out with at the pool at the Broadmoor. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Uh, excuse me, Miss Hormstan? Uh. <laughs> no, you go, Annika! Annika, I love you! <laughs> so I need to take that picture and like sell it as an NTF, right? Yes. Yes. NFT. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's not, John, you silly bastard. Hey, uh, real quick. Also, I got I to gotta shout out a couple things before we move to our guest picking segment. Um, some great memes that I saw this week. I almost thought this should be a new segment. There was one specifically <laughs> that um, it was actually referring to the the comment "drive for show, putt for dough," and this guy at Mike Burry Burry Golf B U R Y drive for show, putt for dough. I think not. PGA Tour money earned by top ten players, strokes gained off the tee and putting through like strokes gained off the tee versus stroke gained uh, putting through the 3M Open this season. Off the tee, the, the guys who are in the top 10 have made $38.3 million compared to the guys that are top 10 putting, $26.3 million. So, Bitchy numbers. It's getting swing. It's swinging in the right direction. The only other thing I, I wanted to point out is that I saw the most unbelievable thing. You might have sent it to us, but it was uh, Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and he has his, ha- his hands on Charlie's shoulders. And each one of his pinky uh, nails are extremely long. And so it says, check out Grandpa Joe's pinky nails and realize <laughs> realize how he suddenly found the energy to get out of bed and go to the chocolate factory. <laughs> so I had to shout those out, by the way. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, his, his pinky nails look like Snoop Dogg's. Okay, let's move it on over to our I-40 brother in Memphis and your boys out there in West Memphis. Yes, Damian Eccles, Jesse Miss Kelly, and Jason Baldwin. We love you. The St. Jude's Invitational, WGC. Let's bring in our guest picker. All right, bringing on the the head leader of the Tony Boys, Tony Morales. Tony, how you doing? Gentlemen, scholars, doing fantastic. Yes. And Tony, you got the win at the 3M Classic. Obviously, it's been a couple of weeks, but I mean... A couple, Mito, couple of show-off picks. You really. saw Mito Pereira coming from a mile away, the guy who just got edged out for the bronze medal. I saw him riding, riding the horse, you know, right out of Chile, just, just coming up, coming up to the motherland. And, um, <laughs> it, it, it just had to be, you know, Mito and I've been pounding Mav and, uh, and Johnny Vegas for a couple of weeks. So I love it. I love it. So, uh, if you would have asked, I think me or words, the low Chilean, we both would have said Joaquin Neiman, but Mito Pereira gets it, gets it done for Chile. And, uh, the guys, the guys, going to be i think a winner on tour at, at some point he's going to be the second guy from chile to win on tour man he's he's really good he gains strokes off the tee off approach um i would have used joaquin Neiman, but i've already burned him so i was chasing that victory all year and uh, it same. never came through yeah Fucking same. <laughs> not yet not yet no i'm just joking um yeah, so Jesus Christ, strokes gained. I mean, you uh, you put a lot more thought into this than me and words. Jesus, <laughs> I just I, I, I just look at strokes gained approach. That's 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 the only real sort of thing I, I look at as far as stats. That would be a good one to look at, especially for this tournament. Just for those of you who don't know, it's TPC Southwind, Memphis, Tennessee. It's a par seventy. It's seventy two hundred thirty eight yards, which is pretty long for a um, par seventy. Uh, JT is the defending champ. He uh, narrowly beat out Brooks, who had won the year before that. And as Tony kind of mentioned to you, the strokes gained. Uh, actually, no, here. Whoever finishes first in strokes gained T to green has won seven of the last nine years at, at this venue. I guess it's only been a WGC event for a couple years. But there you go. Burgers won here twice. DJ walked off against Andrew Seth Putnam here back in the day. Uh, so, yeah. Johnny. You want to go over the featured groups? All right, words. <clears throat> featured groups look none further than the guy you just mentioned, the man with the golden nose, Dustin Johnson. He's playing with uh, Bryson, Mr. Anti-Vax Bryson, and the third guy, arguably you're my boy, Cameron Smith. Ooh, shiver me timbers. Uh, I really wanted to go DJ, and I didn't. I just couldn't. So now I'm pretty sure he's going to win. Well, words. I am going with the man with the golden nose. Oh, Christ. There you go. Yes, I'm going with DJ. Uh, he's had a great track record at this place. 
Uh, he's won here twice, not WGCs, but back, you know, when it's just the St. Jude. So he likes this course and I like DJ to kind of return to form here. So I'm, I'm going with DJ. What do you think? I'm on Cam Smith. Ooh. I'm on the dingo. Uh, I've been chasing a big win from Cam Smith all year. Uh, I got him in the, in a team event, but that's just not going to do it for me. Uh, and, uh, and that's why I played Leishman in that event. Cause I think Cam Smith's, I mean, he's just a gamer. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, he was once, he was one shot off of uh, the playoff last, last week in the Olympics. Uh, he was one of the leaders in the field strokes gained approach from that Olympic field. Uh, and the guys just got, got the, got the full package. So, so there was a picture, happen. there's a picture yeah, that I think, you, I think you picked him because his uh, Olympic outfit was about four inches too short. Every time on that follow through, you got a nice little pick of that belly and that treasure trail. My, uh, my, my favorite thing is somebody on Twitter said that he looked like an iguana merchant. And, I, I was like, I was like, that, and that's exactly what he looks like. That's you want to you align yourself with someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cam Smith is certainly a spirit animal, but um, oh yeah, oh yeah, I passed on passed on to myself. And as far as the bitchy boy anti vaxxer Bryson, uh, he says he's lost like ten or fifteen pounds because he hasn't been doing shit. So uh, yeah, I'm way off of him. Dang, that sucks that things aren't going right for Bryson. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. Um, all right, so uh, the next featured group, we've got some some more heavy hitters. We've got Brooks Kepka. Uh, he's playing with Jordan Spieth and a guy fresh off the plane from Tokyo, Rory McIlroy. What do you got, Tony? I mean, this is the Brooks and Daniel Berger invitational, I think, but I got to stay away from him because I'm so <gasps> far down the leaderboard. Uh, so I got nobody here. I love it. Hey, that, that's, that's very, very uplifting because I, I swear to God, you know, I, I was thinking that myself. It's like everybody's going to be on Brooks and Berger. So I, too, laid off Berger, but I'm going with Brooks, baby. Oh, fuck. I'm going with Brooks. It's my last Brooks pick of the season, but the guy obviously loves this place, was in contention the last two times it's been played, even when he had, you know, decent form last year. So going with Brooks Kepka simply because the guy is a fucking money-making machine at this joint. Yeah. You guys want to make some money? <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's do the double or nothing. I mean, he's, it makes all the sense in the world. I just can't. I just can't do it. Yeah, you mentioned uh, being down on the leaderboard. There is no leaderboard at this point in the season. It is me versus this fucking asshole I'm looking at right now. <laughs> and unfortunately, we're both on the same guy again. Brooks, it's almost impossible to go against him. Here's what he's been doing lately. Six at the Open, T5 Travelers, T4 US Open. He was cut at the Palmetto, but he didn't give a shit about being there. And T2 at the PGA. So Brooks's game is... Um, is looking pretty sharp right now. And this is um, a WGC field, so he's going to give a fuck out there. So let's go, Brooksy. And who else was in? Rory. I'm a little concerned about the guys coming back from Tokyo, even though I've, took, I, I've taken one of them. But uh, I don't know. Rory, you, I just can't get on the Rory train right now. You haven't now. announced that you've t- you're taking one oh, of them. Oh, Christ, <laughs> no. Who's it going to be, Johnny? And who, well, is he going to wear a hat or not? <gasps> that's, that's what I just couldn't. I couldn't pull the trigger because I didn't know, if, you know, what the intel on that was going to be. So. so I've got some intel on that actually. He's uh, got a little pee head to he, match his little dickhead. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> apparently he apparently can't fit into the fucking hats that like for the Ryder Cup, the team events, obviously, and then for the Olympics, they give you these the shitty like generic ass hats. And Rory's head is so goddamn small, apparently he can't fit in them. I hope the guys in Wisconsin really razz him for that in the Ryder Cup. Hey, Rory, <laughs> what about that little pinhead you got there? <laughs> so. I, I've, I've got to just go ahead and I'm going to blow my load within two groups words because you know I'm taking Jordan Speed this week, baby. Yeah, how can you not, damn it? Uh, he's, you know, the last time we saw him was a, a runner-up finish at the Open Championship, and uh, I think a WGC is all that Jordan needs to be all the way back now that we're out of majors. So, And I knew you couldn't pick him, so I'm just doubling the fuck down on, on Jordan Speed this week. That makes sense. All right, well, here's the crazy thing about Speed. He's got more magic in the bag than anyone, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But he has gained strokes with the driver in nine events in a row. And before that, it had been two years since he had done an event where he'd done – no, one year. It had been a whole year, a calendar year. So, I mean, you got to think if he's 
like hitting the ball like that with the driver that he's got to be have he's he has to have more confidence than anyone else in the game because he can get it all done. So yeah, good pick, fuckface. Okay, Tony, I, I take it you shied off of Spieth as well, and Rory. Yeah, I'm off of Spieth. I mean, I've burned Spieth already. Okay. Uh, I, I've burned a, a bunch of guys, but I mean, it makes sense. He's good at. I like Spieth at uh, par seventy courses, so you know, like your Colonials. Uh, your Pebble Beach uh, pro-ams, that sort of thing. Uh, and this this would line up right with that. So Okay. Well, all right. Let's see, baby. Tony may have to start a golf podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, the third featured group, you've got Colin Morikawa. He's playing with my bastard brother, Harris English. And the third guy is Hideki Matsuyama. Oh. Hideki-san. Who you got? Who's the first guy? Morikawa. I'm on Morikawa! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. There was nothing. There was no to it because I didn't think you were going to take him. No, I, I shied away from the Olympian, the Olympian guys. So he's still riding high from this open win. He'll he'll find the energy, and um, apparently it's it's easier coming back from Japan, getting used to the hours, than flying out there. <laughs> of course, if you know anything <laughs> about <are> travel, no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tony, what about you? You on any of these three? Uh, I am not. Uh, Hideki brought great shame to uh, his, his forefathers <laughs> and ancestors by not bringing home the medal. And uh, I think he's going to be carrying that home uh, here to the United States. And, I uh, couldn't agree I more. No part of it. <laughs> the ghosts of his ancestors have, have turned their back on him. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted him to chop his own head off with one of his Strixons. <laughs> you, you, you won the green jacket, but what have you done for me lately? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Who is the third in this group? Uh, it's Harris English. Yeah. I like that pick, Yeah, uh, but I didn't go for it. Yeah. Okay. Har- Harris English makes a lot of sense. I think he's won the event when, when it was That's the right. St. Jude back he in the day. the St. Jude, yes. Yep. Yep. And he's playing as good as anybody this season, you know. He's got a couple wins under his belt. So, I like, I like a Harris English pick, but none of us did it. So, um, the last featured group words, uh, this might be where – wait, actually, it might not be where you were talking about. But you've got the gold medalist, Xander Shoffley. He's playing with the fucking slouch that we thought was going to do well. Actually, you knew wasn't going to do well, so I just thought JT, we were both going to pick asshole. the wrong guy. Yes, JT, who fucked us. Just a small side note of that. We almost got dead last in DK, which is <laughs> tough to do. So it's almost kind of like a win, John. But, yeah, we lost all of our money on those uh, DraftKings. Oh, yeah. Good thing I Venmo'd you, right? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and then the last guy in this group is a former gold medalist as well, Justin Rose. Rosie. Team Rose. I'm off all of them. I'm off all of them too. Okay. Hey, I love the Team Rose reference. I used to always comment hashtag Team Rose, and then I'd put the Rose emoji on all of Justin Rose's posts back when when he was still good. And one of the time, one time he actually liked my comment. I was like, Oh my god, he liked my comment. Words is like, Yeah, you mean his like <laughs> social media person liked your comment? I was like, Fuck you, words. So. You know, he was just he's just been watching the Olympic coverage just shirtless with his gold medal on just <laughs> and, and, and eyes full of tears just you know wishing he were there exactly <laughs> instead that son of a bitch tommy fleetwood got to go right yeah um, always hard now okay so as it stands right now tony you are on cam smith and i think that was it from the featured groups um i'm on dj brooks and jordan not like i'm spinning any heavy hitters words you are on uh Hideki or Colin Morikawa and is that it so far? Brooks. Oh, and Brooks. So you're on Brooks and Morikawa. So Tony, why don't you give us your second pick? I'll go with. Uh, uh, let me see if I get this. If I pronounce this correctly, the, the man, the man from Norway. Oh. oh! Yes. Uh, big Vic. Uh, <laughs> you're talking Victor. Victor, uh, that smile, that swing, that love of death metal. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> We just, uh, I mean, I think he's also primed for a big win. Uh, obviously, I need some, somebody who I think can actually win this tournament. I think that he can. Uh, he's, he placed high in, uh, in the last WGC event that was on Bermuda, which was, uh, I think, at concession. Man. He's, he's got a win in the past month in Germany. Uh, and then at, over at the Olympics, I mean, he was a couple shots off of, 
off of the podium there. I think he finished up uh, the weekend with a 66 or um, somewhere along the line. And he just, I mean, he just took the, the, one of the best ball strikers in the world. Yeah. And so if I couldn't play Morikawa because I've got him burned, I think that Morikawa's game kind of go anywhere. Sure. And I think Vic is kind of in the same boat that it kind of doesn't matter what surface he's on. I mean, his ball striking is just so precise. Well, you're uh, spot on. So. He, uh, he finished with a 64 in the final round of, yeah. Of, okay. So, uh, he, he's obviously trending in the right direction, even though he's got the long flight, but I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you guys see the Nor- Norwegian guy, the other man from Norway that broke the world <laughs> record in the 400 meter hurdles two nights ago? Yes. Yeah. Fucking yeah. unbelievable. And he and Victor, I think this guy's like 24 or 25. <laughs> so I wonder if he and Victor are going to have to fight it out to become, see who really is the man from Norway. Okay. <laughs> Make one even crazier. There was a, a, I have a Victor story from today. Uh, my brother told me, Tony knows Johnson. He was uh, eating in a little establishment called Twin Peaks uh, with some buddies. And he was just like kind of, it wasn't even their waitress. It was one that was working on a table beside them. And she, <laughs> he heard her mention someone named Victor. And Johnson's like, excuse me, are you talking about Victor Hovland? And she's like, yes, Victor Hovland. And she's like, well, my brother has a golf podcast, and we're going to need his, uh, his information so we can get a cease and desist from him. So what, was Victor banging one of the Twin Peaks girls? I mean. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. So we're going to have Victor on the show. We're going to make a fucking death metal album. That's right. I mean, he's a, he's a resident, right? I mean, he's he's – yeah and up in stillwater yes living the dream <laughs> and it, I, I so yeah the words it's funny because there's a girl that works there that's from that lives in stillwater that i've you know spoke with before oh really <laughs> <laughs> how could she possibly know who you are no she doesn't but anyways okay great pick tony let's move on um <laughs> words you, you still have one more pick all who, right who you got one more I'm going to go for the long, another Longhorn that had a really good finish in his last WGC. I knew you weren't going to take him because you're too big of a little bitch. I'm going with Scotty Scheffler. Words. I'm I, not too much of a bitch. I, I, had, I had him in one of my initial lineups that I changed. I told you I picked right before the show. Scotty was one of my guys, and good pick. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I love Scotty. All right, that leaves one more pick for you, Tony. Who you got? Uh, I, I had a rough year with this golfer uh, because he's probably my favorite pro athlete. Uh, and, was, <laughs> I'm, and I'm looking at a signed autograph card of Louis Oosthuizen. Oh! Uh, right and there. Uh, and uh, <laughs> talk about spirit animals. He is my spirit animal. Yes! Uh, he's, uh, he's just a guy who lives right. Just drive uh, this John Deere tractor. Hey, he's got he's got the best of lives. He's one of the greatest golfers ever. Uh, I don't know what it says about me that I like the guy who finishes the second place every single major. <laughs> uh, you know, it made you perfect for this league. <laughs> it made yeah. It, it, you know, I, I am a typical beta male, I guess. Uh, but anyway, I mean, the record speaks for itself. I've been off of him all year, uh, and. and Funny story, not funny story, but sad story. Uh, I thought I was going to play him at the Open Championship, and I was geared up, ready to pull the trigger because I'd been afraid that I was going to jinx him. Uh, and then, obviously, I, you know, last second tinkered and uh, played Patrick Cantlay or somebody awful. Uh, and so my wife comes home from work, and I'm watching the Open. Uh, at the house, just with my head in my hands, tears in my eyes. <laughs> And she looked me dead in the eye. She said, she said you're a coward. You, you got off Louie, and I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's known you since and college or before, she, so she knows she, you. She called me straight out, and, uh, uh, yeah, it hurt. And, uh, <laughs> but this is, uh, this is where the feel-good story is going to you know, come to fruition. He's going to bring home a bring him a title on North American soil, I guess, and uh, hopefully get me a lot of money in the, in the purse. Well, that was a good story, Tony. That, that was. I honestly, Tony, there was a very long period of time that weekend that I thought I was going to jump off of a building because I didn't bet on uh, Louis. So I, I know what you're feeling there, but... Uh, it was supposed to be my weekend, <laughs> God damn it. I, 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 I've taken many, in the past well, five years or so, I've taken many long walks by myself just 
wondering what I'd have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are good I'm, picks. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Tony, you're, you've picked, uh, picked Louie. You've picked uh, – okay, you're going to – this is where I always end up screwing myself. You picked Louie. You've picked uh, Cameron Smith. And who was your third pl- player? Victor. Victor, that's right. The man from Norway. Words and yep. I are – I'm on DJ. We're both on Brooks Kepka. I'm also on Jordan Spieth. Words is on Colin. And your final player is one of my guys from the open, Scotty Scheffler. So, uh, eclectic group of picks there between the three of yeah. us. You went real heavy hitters. Hey, words. I'm trying to shut the goddamn door once and for all. Not so, going not gonna to happen. Not going to work here any longer. But uh, All right, Tony. Who are, you, well, who are you guys playing for alternates? Are you going to – JT. Because uh, I hope you'll be fucking die. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, Words and I have a loser shaves their head bet with our alternates this week. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've got my alternate uh, is Daniel Berger just because, you know, I didn't pick him, which I'm surprised none of us picked him, even though Tony was right. I think the majority of the league is going to be on Berger and Kepka. I think half the league will be on Kepka and about 30 people will be on Berger. Yeah. Well, should we do a DK I, I mean, real quick? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, not after my fucking one-and-done last-place finish, basically. So, Tony, it was a lot of fun having you on, man. appreciate you coming on with us. And uh, obviously, great to to talk to you. Great to see you. Good luck this week. Thanks. I will uh, accept the invite next time after my next win. See, and that's what's funny. Most We've had several guys come on and be like, I'll see you guys next week. You going to go out there that that heavy? (laughs) You know, like win. Um, I'll see you guys again. Yeah! Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Yep. Thanks, See you, man. Ooh, so those are the shit picks, huh? Yeah. They don't feel so shitty to me, words. I picked the three of the top ten golfers in the world. <laughs> Two of them are fucking made for this course, so we'll see. We will see. No more Brooks picks is going to hurt, though. We'll Four see. tournaments left. Three after this. You only got one more Rom too, so I'm out on Rom, bro. <gasps> I, I'm out on Brooks and Rom. I'm all in, baby. Oh God, I'm gonna close. So hard. <laughs> if I need, I need, I need DJ to win this week <laughs> or Speed. I will sell my soul for Rom to have two more wins this season. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't get COVID for the fourth time. Oh, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, stop drinking her goddamn breast milk, John. <laughs> oh my God, it's got vitamins in it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, what else you got? Anything good? No, words. Uh, that that's about it for me. WGC is always enjoyable to watch, so uh, I'm just gonna look forward to that, I guess. Yes. Might have to put some M and M's on it. Who knows? Yeah, I gotta go fill my DK lineups by myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good thing you didn't pick uh, Carlos Ortiz. He shot like seventy eight on Sunday. Who did finish dead last? Um, somebody that I hadn't heard of actually. Okay. So, no, we yeah. don't need to name him and yeah. embarrass him on no. this show in front of our millions of people. Um, all right, man, we'll talk next week. Sounds good. All right. You guys enjoy the golf. Don't forget. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness.